K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. This is how I feel. <laughs> this is the second thing we're recording today. And I keep interrupting Tay when she's going to start by singing. Welcome to K-Pop Pillow Talk. No, I'm not. I'm Millie. No, no. Start over. Welcome to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. And I'm Tay. I'm keeping that. Okay. And we are going to continue reading this G-Idol fanfiction. It has been called Oh My God Mm -hmm. up until now. The author Pale Blues on Wattpad, that is all caps, P-4-L-E-S-B-L-U-E-S, reached out to me and said that it is now called East of Eden, which I am obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love it so much. And I'm not going to lie. I have been really looking forward to get back into this plot. <laughs> I have been really looking forward to get back into the reading. Mm-hmm. Should we give some details of recap since we're now like three episodes in? It, you know. Yeah, so. If you're just joining us. Yeah, so, you know, we have heaven, we have hell. Mm-hmm. Mion is the queen of heaven, and um, Soyeon is the queen of hell. Yep. There is some conspiracies happening in both areas. Lovers separated, idols from lots of companies and groups coming together under either heaven or hell. Yes. Uh, Minnie and Yuki, I believe, have been separated. Mm -hmm. Minnie is a fallen angel and is now in hell because she fell in love with Yuki. Then Yuki, like, turned herself in to try to get to... Mini in hell, but then Mian was just like, oh, no, but then you'd win. And then so she locked her up. Uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Wild. And then Shuwa is, like, the main character, and we think that she's, she's like, in line to be queen. Yeah. And we think that she's going to bring the coming battle. Yeah. So, yeah, let's just get into <laughs> chapter nine, which is in Shuwa's perspective. Yeah. So, let's get it. Shuwa? Shuwa! The angel opened her eyes, slowly bring slowly blinking to adjust to the bright light shining through the windows. Wait, my room doesn't have windows. Hello? Shua asked, quickly sitting up and accidentally hitting the angel staring down at her on the head. Hey, what was that for? She squinted at the person who had dramatically collapsed onto the polished tile floor, clutching his head in exaggerated pain. Lucas? Who else? Also, did you know that you have a really hard head? Like, really hard. (laughs) Me. (laughs) She raised her hands to her mouth. I'm so sorry, he groaned, using the bedpost to get to his feet. Don't worry, I'm used to it. Where am I? And why am I here? And what are you doing staring at me when I was sleeping? Lucas rolled his eyes. One, you're at my place. For the second question, Sungi brought you over here on Mion's orders and told me to give you a place to stay for a while to learn the ways of an arc or something. I wasn't really paying attention. Got it? She frowned. Wait, you didn't answer the third question. Oh, you need to get up now and meet the other angels who are going down on Earth with you. Shua leaped off the bed. Wait, what? She didn't tell you? No. He leaned against the door frame, theatrically sighing. I really have to explain everything. (laughs) Okay, tell you what. I'll fill you in on the way. Follow me. Slight time skip. Aye, what do you want to know? The extremely tall archangel wondered, taking a bite out of the freshly baked bread that he had pulled out of thin air. So arcs can do that? Shua took a sip from the mug of the steaming hot cocoa she held in her hand. 
why am I going to Earth? Simple. Do you remember the guardian angels? Well, you're going to be one. Or, to be more specific, watch over them like a scarecrow on a field. Don't yell for it. It's not mine. <laughs> guardian angel? Didn't the elders give up on that ages ago? They did, but certain happenings right now require special circumstances which I cannot reveal, he winked, ripping a piece of bread in half and passing it to her. You sure you can't tell me? she asked, raising an eyebrow. Nope. Ah, we're here now. Shua looked up at the short, squat little structure that, like most buildings in heaven, was made out of marble. I'd head in there if I were you, UK muttered, ducking behind her. I'll get in trouble if I'm spotted here. I should be at the palace right now. See you around, Wa. <laughs> he peeked around her shoulder one more time, sparing a last glance at the door before taking the empty mug from her hands and flying off. Shua peered in the direction that he was looking at, immediately noticing an angel with eye-catching orange hair and a stunning pair of shiny eyes standing a little away away, standing a little way away from the door. Does UK have a crush? What am I even thinking? He's an archangel. They would never ever be able to hide it, not even for a second. I don't blame him though. That angel is kind of cute. She found herself taking tentative steps towards the angel. At a closer glance, she realized how tall he actually was. Although he was tall, he still was dwarfed by Lucas's impressive height. Hello, are you here for the guardian angel project? I don't think we've met yet. I'm Shuha. Nice to meet you. He turned to look at her. The look of surprise on his face quickly swapped with a smile. Oh, hi. You're going to be overseeing the project, right? My Jungwoo. Sorry. My name is Jungwoo. <laughs> I get a little tongue-tied sometimes, he apologized. That's so adorable. Him and Lucas would be so cute together. No, stop it, Shuha. <laughs> Should we go in? Slide time skip. This is a tunnel which directly transports you to the mortal realm. Do remember that when you've crossed the border, you'll be rendered invisible to the human eye. Lastly, you must remember to never interact with a hellish being. They may not be able to see you, but they will still fight back. Oh. After a while, she tuned the archangel Dungyeon's voice out and looked around the little room where a little 20... Angel stood awkwardly in rows. She recognized a few familiar faces, namely Jungwoo, a friendly angel who she barely communicated with before named Kun, and the youngest of the lot who had been deemed flee who had been deemed fully fledged, whose name was Jisung. <laughs> <laughs> Jisung is one of my biases from Stray Kids. Okay, Why was I put in charge of them? She was dragged out of her thoughts by a light tap on her shoulder. This is for you. Dongyun handed her a small charm shaped like a pair of angel wings. You're the only one who can return to and from Earth freely, and the rest will immediately return every night as soon as the sun sets. Just pull the wings apart like this, he demonstrated. Say where you want to go, and that's where you'll appear. Don't lose it. Ooh. Shuhan nervously nodded, slipping the charm into her pocket before turning to address the group of to-be guardian angels. I don't know what I'm doing. 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 Let's go. The archangel pulled the curtain in the middle of the room away, revealing a stone archway that shimmered with a gauzy sheen. Leaders first, Jungwoo smiled, stepping out of the way to allow her to pass through the gateway. Shua nodded at him and stepped forwards into the human realm, not feeling guilt or fear for doing so for the first time. Time skip. Wow, Earth is beautiful, whispered Jungwoo in awe as he spun around, taking in the view of the bustling town. All right, split up and remember to never communicate with any other beings, Shuha called, clapping her hands. Without another word, they took off into the sky like flocks of swans, the sun's rays shining through their semi-transparent forms. Time skip. Shuha rested on the roof of a house in Thailand, exhausted. She had just spent half an hour pushing positive thoughts and reasoning into the brain of an obstinate human who refused to see the positive side of anything. It was so frustrating. I wish Minnie or Yuki were here, but they're both gone now. 
The reality of her situation finally slapped her in the face when she had time to breathe and remember all that happened the day before. I'll never see my best friends again. Tears began to fall, wetting her white clothes as she cried for her friends and how she would survive without them. Why? Why did you have to leave me? Time skip. Why are you crying? I thought angels are forever smiling and rejoicing or whatever. Shuha turned towards the voice and met a pair of hypnotic eyes blacker than a pool of ink. The corners of the being's scarlet lips lifted in a sinister smile as Shuha reached into her pocket for the charm, but her, her fingers freezing around it when the being spoke. Do you want to see Minnie again? And that's the end of the chapter. <gasps> Bruv. <laughs> this has gotten interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh, is it Sujin? I bet it's Sujin. We're just going to keep moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to go on to chapter 10, which is from Minnie's perspective. What's you up to? Hmm? Oh, paperwork. Minnie shifted in the pile of blankets she was nestled in to watch Sujin sign her name at the bottom of the paper in loopy swirls. Is that important? Sujin shrugged. I suppose so. Are you feeling better? She asked, her voice laced with concern. Sort of, Minnie replied, moving around on the bed and wincing a little. Nothing I can't handle. The demon raised an eyebrow questioningly. I thought you wouldn't have experienced pain before. I did when I told Yuki to go. Oh. <laughs> Time skip. Where are we going? The demon purposely ignored her question, clasping her cold hand around the fallen angel's blackened wrist, leading her down the red-carpeted passage into a tiny room, pressing one of the millions of shiny, unlabeled buttons. What's with all the buttons? This is an elevator, Minnie. It brings you up to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that line really disarmed me. This is an elevator, Minnie. It brings you up and down to the floors you want to go. <laughs> cool, she breathed out, staring in awe as, oh, wait, maybe they just don't have elevators in heaven because they fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, she breathed out, staring in awe as metal doors closed shut by themselves. What kind of magic is this? It's not magic, Sujin smiled. Just technology. The lift shuddered slightly, and Minnie looked down, alarmed as, <laughs> as it descended at a steady pace. We're going down at least a thousand floors. Do you think we should be going just a bit faster? Minnie barely had time to respond before Sujin grabbed an inconspicuous-looking lever and yanked it, making a soft, grinding noise. <laughs> Pull, Pull the lever, Kronk! <laughs> <laughs> I'd hold on if I were you, she advised. And just like that, the elevator dropped. <laughs> ah! Minnie screamed, holding onto the handrails of the side of the elevator, her feet touching the ceiling as the elevator plummeted down faster than she could register. She heard Sujin laughing at to her right, her wings spread to keep her balance. The elevator suddenly screeched to a stop, and Minnie was immediately flung to the ground as Sujin landed lightly next to her, giggling as she helped her up. What the heck, Sujin? Minnie angrily yelled, slapping Sujin's hand away and getting to her feet without her help. You could have gotten me killed. Well, you're fine right now, right? Thoughts of Minnie. <laughs> wow, thanks for pointing out the obvious. I totally didn't notice that I am not currently a mess of organs, bones, and blood on the ground of the elevator. Minnie shouldered past her and out of the elevator, stopping in her tracks when she took a look around of the area. Twenty or soy... Soy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot Latin names. Twenty or so humanoid figures with horns and weapons were lifting sacks of sand, throwing large-weighted balls, and pummeling each other in a large ring drawn in the center of a high-ceilinged place. What? Well, why am I here? Sujin reappeared behind her, taking both Minnie's shoulders and steering her to a rack of pointy objects. 
You're going to have to learn to defend yourself if you ever want to venture to the mortal realm. Besides, it's not like you have anything else to do other than cry about your girlfriend. Fighting is a great way to get your mind off of stuff. <laughs> Minnie crossed her arms. I don't just cry about Yuki. <laughs> really? Name one thing you've done, then. <laughs> really? Name one thing that you've done other than cry about Yuki today. <sighs> uh, exactly. Come on. <laughs> Time skip. Okay, first, you have to choose a weapon. Minnie nervously fidgeted as she stared at the shining blades and sharp edges. How? Sujin tisked, <laughs> gesturing at the shelves of weapon. Choose one that calls to you. But how? <laughs> she threw her hands up. Hey, you, what's your name again? She asked, beckoning to a short demon standing by herself with horns that <laughs> stood straight up in the air, curving slightly. Minnie noticed the demon was wearing a thick black choker with a grayish-white jewel about the size of a grape embedded in the middle of it. Sujin snapped her fingers. Ruby, right? The demon looked defiantly at Sujin, cracking her knuckles as she advanced towards them. My name is Ryujin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she would be in hell, though. <laughs> Ryujin's my bias from Itzy. You <laughs> Continue. She corrected, glaring at Sujin. R Y U J I N. Care to remember it? Up close, Minnie noted that Ryujin was just a little bit shorter than her and had choppy, chin length dark blue hair and thin black eyeliner, almost unnoticeable. <laughs> <sighs> Wanna be Arrow Ryujin? <laughs> Almost unnoticeably smeared in the corner of her eyes, she was clothed in black from top to bottom and had a white, and had white tape taped around her fingers. Nice to meet you, Ruzian. I'm Minnie. Minnie politely introduced herself, bowing slightly. The demon vaguely nodded, her eyes trained on Sujin and burning with fury. I'm going to a meeting now. Ruchi, teach Minnie how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Ryujin <laughs> kept her eyes trained on the receding finger of the demon before turning to Minnie. So, do you want to learn how to fight or not? Time skip. Stand like I'm going to fight you. Ah, okay. Judging from your stance, this would work for you. Try it out. Reaching uh, for the wha whack of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for the rack of weapons, she reached for a pair of throwing knives and spun them by the hilt and handing them to Minnie, hilt first. She's being serious. Um, I have to let you know, though, I've never done something like this before. I don't care. Do it. <laughs> Eugene bluntly replied, pushing her towards a random dummy hanging from the ceiling. Hold it like this and bend your arm black. Blue blazing black? <laughs> <laughs> Hold it like this and bend your arm back. Don't flick your wrist too hard. Do it like this. Pulling a knife from her weapon-filled belt, the blade flew from her hand, efforts effortlessly burying itself into the heart of the dummy with ease. Now you go. Straightening up, she lifted her arm and threw the knife. The blade didn't go where she wanted it to. It didn't perfectly stab the center of the dummy where she had aimed for. It did, however, land a few, <laughs> land on the wall a few centimeters away from it. Not bad for a first try, she grudgingly admitted, pulling a variety of dangerous throwing objects out of the seemingly infinite storage space that she had on her belt. Do you want to try again? And now, gritting her teeth, she rolled on the ground, pulling a knife from the new leg sheath Ryujin gave her and flung it from her position on her knees, exclaiming happily as the knife landed on the target and frowning when it bounced off. I was so close! Not close enough. Do it again. What? For the first time since they had begun to train, Ryujin smiled at her. 
<laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. Oh. <laughs> I love it here. I love um, I'm so happy. I love the assortment of idols. It gets better and better. Yeah, the more we continue. Uh-huh. And every choice is perfect. Yeah. Literally 100%. every choice. Mm-hmm. This mean Yeji is also in in hell because she wasn't mentioned in heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I love this so much. All right, so we actually have a new plan for these episodes since um, we really want to get through this fic because it's really really good, yeah. and I want to keep reading. Yeah. Every time we record, I want to yeah. keep reading. This was just some slight plot advancement. Mm-hmm. So we see Shuhua got confronted by who I'm assuming is Sujin. And I think it's going to all start coming together soon. Mm-hmm. And Minnie is fighting, learning how to fight with Ryujin. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I will be thinking about that for the rest of the week. <laughs> but yes, new plan. Yes, so our new plan is we're going to be uploading episodes on Wednesday and Saturday while we get caught up with this fic yeah so because it is ongoing yeah and you'll notice that because this episode that we're recording and talking through right now is going to be posted on wednesday Mm -hmm. and then the next one will be on saturday yeah so look out for that Mm -hmm. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or any other listening service you listen on on (laughs) that allows you to do so yeah, and if you'd like to hear more from us that is unrelated to fan fiction, we also have a YouTube channel, kpop.com, dot spelled out, and we do commentaries on comebacks and albums and Whatever stuff like that. Else we yeah, feel like yeah. Um, if you want to submit stories for us to read or give us topics to discuss for videos, follow us on our Instagram or Twitter at Kpop Pillow Talk, all lowercase, all one word. And with that, thanks for listening to another episode. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>